You're listening to The Message from the Hillsborough United Methodist Church, our weekly sermon broadcast available for working around the home, your commute, or wherever God calls you to listen. Have you ever seen those optical illusions where you, you look at something and there's supposed to be two pictures. You know there's two pictures because they tell you that there's two pictures. And you can only find one and you look at it and you look at it. And there's usually somebody standing by me who is testing my acuity. And they're telling me, it's right there, it's right there. Uh, but sometimes I can see it, sometimes I can't. I know, that first image always jumps out at me as well. And it's hard for my mind to uh, move to that second image. (laughs) Sometimes when I look at a Bible story I've read throughout the years, I have that same sense that what I am seeing is the most obvious lesson, but that there is something deeper, more interesting, and probably more important that is just out of my reach. If I stare at it, if I research it, if I pray about it, I hope that it will reveal itself to me. At first, when I read this conversation between Jesus and Peter, I see the intimacy of Jesus talking to a disciple who has had moments of absolute deep and spiritual insights as well as moments of poor choices and abysmal failures. In this conversation, as I see it, that most obvious lesson is that Jesus tells Peter that his journey of faith and leadership is not done. Peter has much more to accomplish for himself and for the faith. What I wonder about this story is if what appears to be this um, this moment of privacy uh, between Jesus and Peter is really something bigger. It's something that we're supposed to follow. But what I've noticed that we have traditionally done is we we center on on Peter, or we talk about the story as if as if it only applies to the pastor. And and I wonder if we would see it differently if we could put ourselves in the middle of this story and have those questions apply to us, almost like we inserted ourselves into a frame. Hmm. What if we took Peter out of the equation and make it a conversation between Jesus and us? What if the questions and the interactions are just between Jesus and you, or Jesus and me. I don't know about you, but that sounds really different to me. If I look at the story with these questions uh, 
as an observer who is simply studying Peter's interactions from a distance. Mm. It is much easier than if I place myself in Peter's spot. It connects me at a different level if I am willing to picture myself in front of Jesus. When we were looking at the scripture, I remember you pointing something out that I hadn't paid attention to before. You reminded me that before the scripture that we read, something interesting happened. The disciples had gone fishing and uh, Jesus had fed the disciples with those fish. Hmm. So they had literally come together to be fed by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it is out of that feeding that then all of these other questions come out. And, and it just makes so much more sense. Jesus has just fed the disciples, and after feeding them, he asks them three questions. The first is, do you love me? He asks that in a variety of ways. And then he says, feed my sheep. And lastly, he tells them, follow me. If I jump into the story and have food with Jesus, prepared by Jesus, and I sit with Jesus, and he asks me, do you love me? That feels different. It is my question to answer to own or disregard. The statement that follows is also mine to own. Feed my sheep, he says. Now I have to think, what does that mean for me Mm -hmm. to feed the sheep? What I like about this and what scares me (laughs) about looking at it from this personal perspective is that it's no longer Peter's question. It is mine, and that makes it more difficult to skirt. Immediately, I think that, of course, there are also times for learning and resting and re-energizing. That's where I want to go. Me too. But the real question is still, what can I do to nurture others? I think all of us need to answer these questions. I know I do. Do do I love Jesus? And if I do, what exactly does that mean? Do I love Jesus enough to feed the sheep, to care for others? Do I love Jesus enough to ask myself, what is my role? Uh, What are my gifts and graces? What are my skills? What am I supposed to do for my neighbor, for the community, for the church for my family. I think that this approach can be really scary because it takes it out of the perspective of there's a story about Peter. Rather, now it becomes a story about me at the table with Jesus answering the same three questions. Are we willing to follow? Are we willing to go where Perhaps we hadn't thought of going before. We have this idea that if we journey with Jesus, uh, Jesus and you, Jesus and me, Jesus and each one of us, we will move forward with curiosity. We will be willing to experiment with possibilities. 
we will allow the Spirit to lead us where we might not have gone alone. And along the way, we will grow into new opportunities that we have not foreseen. And all the while, we can be assured that God's grace and love surrounds us. And one of the things that I love about the story is that we can end it the, the, with the same idea that Peter and Jesus um, had when they were interacting. I think Peter felt like he'd failed so many times, like he had made so many mistakes. Maybe he wasn't worthy. And Jesus tells him, the journey's not over. I still have things for you to do. And it's an invitation to journey, to be curious, to figure out what is there to do in church, in community, in my neighborhood? How can I share uh, the love of Jesus? And to understand that we don't do this alone, that we do it with the grace of God and with God's strength guiding us. Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for this story. We are grateful for uh, the example of Peter, but I pray today that we would not rest in just seeing Peter in the story. May we open our eyes to the fact that you are with us and you are asking us to love you and to care for your people, that we would be individually responsive to answer the call to follow you. Lord, be with us. Quell our fears. May we be curious and adventuresome as we journey with you to fulfill your charge to feed the sheep. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Hillsborough United Methodist Church. Our senior pastor is Clay Andrew. Our pastor for Las Naciones Hispanic Ministries is Jorge Rodriguez. Our media ministers are Kevin Proctor, Janica Stewart, Perry Hume, Al Dietrich, Christy Proctor, and Dave Rose. Presently, our live stream of services are available at 10 a.m., on the Hillsborough United Methodist Church YouTube page. You can find out more, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube at hillsboroughumc.org. Thank you.